0: Welcome to We're Not The Same. Today's episode is a little bit different. We are fired up. We are passionate. We are here for you guys, and we are just going to just share what is on our mind.
1: Yep, we've got a message on our hearts that we feel needs to be shared, so we're just going to open up and see where it goes.
0: Buckle up. It's time to get up, get up, get up out of that grave. (laughs)
1: Let's dive in. Start off this episode by just asking if you have been enjoying. We're not the same. Just leave us a five star review wherever you're listening to this podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, um, leave a comment, give us a thumbs up, subscribe to our channel. It really helps us out, and we would really appreciate any feedback from you guys.
0: We'd really appreciate it. Thanks, guys.
1: Okay, so today we want to just kind of have more of like a conversation, I guess, but kind of give you guys some tough love
0: tough love and words of encouragement you can do this
1: okay I was like I don't know how the words of encouragement I'll be the tough love and you can be the words of encouragement I exactly because I just have some thoughts I feel that need to be shared with those of you kind of going along this journey with us
0: it's time get up get up get up get up <laughs> get up out of that grave
1: <laughs> yep. that comes from
0: our favorite song. <laughs> I Thank God by Maverick City Music, which is what this uh, that our intro music is from, too, or themed against. That's
1: what the name of this podcast is from, too. Exactly. Forever Free, I'm Not the Same. We're not the same.
0: That's right.
1: So just, I don't even know, like, how to start off. I have so many thoughts. They're not well organized. But basically, I guess, so I started having these thoughts, I guess, as more people have been reaching out to me lately which i want to say like i absolutely love when people reach out to me like it makes me feel like everything that i've learned and shared and doing this podcast and like everything is worth it when people you know think of me to ask a question to like who am i but i i appreciate it so much and i do have a lot of knowledge and i'm so happy to share it and just point you in the right direction so please never never hesitate to do that but sometimes i feel like the answers are not always what people want.
0: Well, it's oftentimes that we have to hear the hard things. Yeah. It's not really, I think ultimately in our hearts, we know what the real answers are. I mean, I think there's obviously knowledge that we don't have that we have to research and find out about. But I think ultimately, I think we all know the fundamental ways that we're supposed to be and the fundamental things that we should be doing. It's just really hard to hear. And it's really hard to change from the life that we're in, that we're surrounded by, the things that we're told, the things that we believe, the things that we've grown up with. It's hard to change.
1: Yeah. And it's not just people that have reached out to me. I think it's just the culture in general. Like we were just talking about how COVID has kind of come to an end. I mean, who even talks about COVID anymore, really? But it just people are kind of tired of hearing about it. You know, they're not really wanting to hear the lessons learned or Face the reality of kind of the aftermath that a lot of people, unfortunately, are left to deal with. And they can't forget about um, COVID due to being injured by the thing. But it just it's hard because there is a lot that I think people don't want to face the reality of what we all just went through the past few years and accepting you know, it kind of was like the Wizard of Oz. I feel like we we pulled back the curtain and, and saw the man behind this powerful Oz. And I think it's hard for people to accept that it's actually true. Like there actually is that much corruption. There actually is that much evil in the world. There actually is, you know, kind of this systematic corruption going against all of us. And I think we have been able to accept that I, that they I think believe that's like a gift from God that we have been able to just like open our hearts and minds so fully to so many things so quickly I, don't, I feel like that's unique there are there are definitely others who experience the same thing but for the most part I think it's hard for people to like do these full 180s and flip-flop like we have on certain things
0: And I think it's committing. It's like really committing to to that change and like being open and seeing it and willing to open your mind so that you can see other things and like diving into those things and just have an open heart towards, you know, ultimately opening your heart to the Lord so that you can have some more discernment and confidence and that you can face the fear that is this world. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it is so easy for everyone to just fall back into their daily lives. Even those who have maybe, who, I mean, those who are immediately affected by COVID or the other thing. Um, yeah, it's I not think, really
1: the disease that we're talking about when we yeah, say COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's, you know, if you have an immediate effect, obviously it's it's difficult to to, to change or get over that. But for for folks that, who aren't immediately affected or know people, like, I think it's so easy just to fall back into normal life and like even when you have truth spit at you at the like yeah things are coming out it's not necessarily widespread because they're not going to talk about oh we were wrong or this is actually causing you problems like for one it's hard to find the information but then when you do it's like wow that's really terrible and like unless it's literally
1: you or someone in your household it, it's not gonna like hit you as hard even if you know someone who has suffered I feel like people, it's almost like it has something has to happen to you to kind of jolt you awake.
0: And that's what we've talked about before for us, mm-hmm. like going back to the cancers and, and all of that. Yeah, um, But I mean, we've seen firsthand, like it does seem to be that tragedy leads to something and leads to awakening or the opportunity for you to wake up and mm-hmm. like turn to the Lord and get real truth. I mean, we have even a friend of ours who unfortunately, um, his wife was impacted by by the the thing. And, uh, it, you know, we, we pray for them and, but it opens you up towards finding new paths and researching yeah. and like really wakening up, waking up to the world and all of the horrible things that are in it. And I don't want this to be in any way, doom or gloom. I think what we've talked about before is this, the doom and gloom and the evil and the malice and the hatred of this world should lead you and turn you more confidently towards God to give you that confidence into like let go of the fear and just give you the confidence to live life in the best way you can. But ultimately like we're working towards something better and yeah. giving our all I towards a greater a, life.
1: In a sense, you do have to understand the depth of the doom and gloom and the evil in order to understand the equal and opposite and more powerful side. Because I think it's easy to just think that if you think that the world is relatively good, then your need for a savior is not as strong, right? Like, I mean, that was us, our, our lives. We yep. didn't have the same understanding that we do now. And so like, we're not coming from any sort of a high horse or anything. We just had an advanced uh sort of wake up situation kind of prior to where a lot of people are right now and waking up with the seeing all the different things ours just came a little bit early and so now that we experienced that and we opened our eyes and we see so many things and we have regrets unfortunately for not knowing and so now it feels like we want to try to figure out like how can we convince you and get through to you before you have to go through something terrible because I thought of this just like quote I'm probably make a reel or something eventually with it Like people say I'm intense or, you know, like, oh, why do you care so much about your food or, you know, filtering your water or whatever it is. It's like if you'd been through what I've been through, you would care that much too. You know, and and so many people can say that. I feel like everybody has their thing that they went through that causes them to change in some way. And so we should all try to, to learn from each other and learn from each other's mistakes or shortcomings or whatever you want to call it so that we can benefit, you know, and just humble ourselves to try to actually listen to what other people have been through and, and hear them out and learn from them and their experiences.
0: Yeah. And that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to serve. We are here. And also all of us are here to serve one another as, as brothers and sisters in Christ. And like, That's what part of this is what we're trying to do is serve you all to help you and to be here for you to go through things together and to pray together and to, you know, dive into the Bible and find the help that we need um, and do it together. Like you're not alone in the struggles that you have. Everybody has different challenges or things that they face, but ultimately we're all in this together. And if we can have any opportunity to change you and move you towards Christ or pray for you or just have you change Small things in your life. Commit to small changes that can make a difference in your world and your kids' lives. Um, that's what this is all about, and why we're here. We're here to help, and that's. I think we've always have had have we. I think we've always had that mindset of everything that we've done. Related to, you know, wanting to start businesses, whether it's like me doing financial coaching for folks or you doing all of your, your other businesses and things, the focus has always been around trying to help people. Mm -hmm. I think that obviously there's parts about like, we would love to make money and so that we can grow and, you know, grow our family and grow all these things. But I think fundamentally, we've always thought of it as we want to help others. Mm -hmm. Um, and the ability for us to do that together I think now is what has really clicked with us with this podcast and even when we're tired y'all this is like the most consistent thing we've done together for the longest amount of time which I think which is pretty
1: sad considering this is what week nine yes (laughs) true but we
0: have faced and pushed aside and rebuked satan when he's gotten us sick when he's gotten, uh, you know, flooded lost our our, voices, house. Yeah. our house in a small way, but gotten our way of all these things. And we've pushed Wasn't through that small. That's true.
1: Small flood, but large repercussions. And this
0: is not I, 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 or about us. This is, we're here for you. We all have challenges in this world. We have to choose our hard and it's time to wake up. It's time to make a difference for you, for your family, for your wife, for your husband, for your kids. And we're here. There's other resources available too. like, wake up, make a change, get up out of that grave. Yeah. It's time.
1: It, it's going to be easier to not do that. It It's not going to be <laughs> easy to to make the changes. That's the harder path. And we talked about this before, like the harder is going to be the better choice. You know,
0: it is always the better path. Yeah. And we are just as much on this journey as you are.
1: Yeah, there's always going to be something that we can improve on. There's always going to be old habits that we fall back into that we need to have encouragement and have our community and build each other back up on those things. So I kind of, there's like different categories. I kind of wanted to talk through some of the tough love stuff on. So the first one, I'll just start off with food. I think that was the first order we went with the podcast was talking about food. And so we talked about, you know, I've been talking about this now for, probably a good year on Instagram making the healthier choices, changing your diet. You know, we've changed our own diets multiple times throughout that process. And so whatever you want to land on with your diet, you know, the biggest thing is obviously just cutting out the eating out, the processed foods, the junk, like, you know, nobody needs to write it out for you. You know, I think feel like it's gotten so convoluted through Instagram. It it's been so great, but then it's also makes it complicated cuz you just hear so many different people's opinions. But at the end of the day, do what makes your body feel the best and, you know, focus on whole foods from nature that are not processed. If you can't afford organic everything, then afford what you can, you know, like you got to just stop making the excuses of it's hard. It's confusing. It's expensive. Whatever your go-to excuse is, just challenge yourself to not use that excuse anymore.
0: Think back, think, think in your life of all the times when you've had to have been forced to do something hard or maybe you chose to do something hard, which is harder to do, but times when you have to face something hard and think about where that got in you. I mean, it could be as as not simple, but like childbirth, like that's so hard. Like one of the hardest things that you'll do as a woman and probably as a couple, like think back to how hard that was. If you had, you know, been graced with that ability and uh, that experience and like coming through that and how great that was and how beautiful children and all like, look at the hard things in your life. If it's not pregnancy, if it's other things that you've faced and where has that gotten you now, like where, you know, look towards the hard things and they'll see light on the other side. Like we're meant to do the hard things. This life yeah. is not easy. It was never supposed to be easy. And we are who we're supposed to be when we do hard things.
1: And I think the the thing too is that it's not really that hard to actually do it. The hard thing is what's up here in your mind and what you're telling yourself. So that's where you just have to shift the mindset and just... You know, if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for your family, do it for the Lord, you know, do it for someone or something outside of yourself. That's been huge for me, at least, is that I'm, you know, I'm not doing it for me because if I'm just doing it for me, then I'm just not going to do it, you know, And, and there have been seasons where I have, you know, kind of done more like healthy choices for the rest of the family and then I'll still eat badly and then I pay the price for those choices and then that kind of kicks me back into high gear like all right got to get back on track like this isn't right because now I'm like not able to have as much energy to do even for my family and so just getting out of your own head and just stop thinking about it just start doing it you know it's like I said you know what's right, like you know that maybe there is a better choice potato chip out there, but do you need potato chips at all? That's where i start I've started now that I am more educated. The swaps are amazing for starting out. You know what I'm talking about. They got Heinz ketchup up here and they got the organic you know primal kitchen ketchup down here. those type of posts amazing for starting out, great educational, love them, but at a certain point, you gotta realize. The product swap, health is not between those two. It's still a chip. It's still ketchup. It's still a cookie. Eat your meat, your veggies, your fruit and be done with it. It doesn't have to be complicated. It really is that easy. And I know with the kids, they want snacks. They don't eat that. They only eat this. Well, you're the parent. Put, the foot, put your foot down. This is, the, this is the food we're having now. It's for their own good. You're not harming them. You're bettering them. You're you're forcing them to do the change. When they are hungry, they will eat. Like, I promise you, your child will not starve to death.
0: Well, it's even so simple. Like, I was just thinking this in the car tonight, and we were on our way back from the chiropractor, and we have these, what do they call The brand of the... Soli Bars. Soli Bars. And they're literally, it's only organic. It, it's like, I... I Hard to say, like fruit roll up, but that's what I was thinking in my they head. They call it
1: fruit jerky.
0: Fruit fruit jerky, yeah. It's like a rectangular thing of fruit, and it's literally just fruit. So like one stick is like half a pineapple or a whole mango, and it's just kind of like all squished together and down, and it's a little sticky, but it is. It's so good, and it's organic, yeah, and just it's just like how, how why didn't we have this as like why isn't this like the norm? Because kids would love it. I mean, our girls. I mean, it's fruit, so it's sweet yeah. and it tastes great, and there's just. It doesn't have to be hard, but I think the other thing too, from a motivation standpoint, on a similar vein is, and what we were, what I was allu- what we were alluding to before with the evils and all of that, and we've mentioned it is, we, they, this is not, this is not an accident. It's not an accident that we're unhealthy. It's not an accident that our rows are full of cereals with food dyes and glyphosate-filled wheat and all of that. That's not an accident. Yep. It's not an accident. It's planned. The food industry is here. To push cheap products on us. It's there to make us unhealthy. So, pharmaceutical companies can pump drugs into us and not show us the real way of health. You know, what's the last time your doctor went, you know, went ask you like what you were eating and really in depth to the things that you were eating? Or we talked about on the last podcast, like, oh, is there a dampness in your house? Is there environmental factors that might be causing this? Like, no, that's not the way that it's taught. That's not to say that doctors are bad people it's just what's taught medical schools a lot of them are funded by pharmaceutical companies so anyway where i'm going is like back to katie's point of understanding that there is evil and malice in this world like that is real it is there it is there for you to research and see that these big companies are pushing certain things and so for you and again back to motivation you're going against the machine you're recognizing that this is not just a choice that you have to make you're You are making a conscious decision to be free. What God wants us to be is free. Just be free. Make the choice. Fight against those who are oppressing you. I know that word can be so triggering to folks. (laughs) But like we're oppressed through these corporations and through what we're told, and it's time to break free.
1: Well, and I feel like a lot of this stuff too, you know, this is one of those things I'm not, I'm not going to have a study to share with you, unfortunately on this, but I feel like it's all to separate us from God. All these things are, are, you know, we look a lot into like the lost history and like all that kind of stuff. What you're taught in school is not accurate, or it's very minuscule piece of a larger puzzle. And sometimes you feel like, well, what does it matter? It doesn't affect me today. But I feel like it all contributes to opening your eyes to the truth and just the spiritual shift that we felt in our own lives and the connection that we're able to feel with God now. It's just unexplainable, like, and so I can't contribute it just to an unhealthy diet or lifestyle you know it it, it's it all goes together but they're all pieces of the puzzle and so again this has been close to now like probably a two-year journey for us and so it's not going to happen overnight but I just encourage you to just take I take the next step take the first step if you haven't yet if you feel that tugging on your heart like something we have completely changed in our lives is just really trying to tune in to what God has for us and what the Holy Spirit is calling us to do and just really trying to lean into that. And, you know, from as simple as talking to someone, you know, if you, I'm sure you felt it before where you're out and you just feel like you want to say something to someone or you want to do something or as simple as somebody, you see somebody drop something and you pick it up and, and, you know, say something or, you know, maybe there's times where you can look back and it kind of haunts you of like, oh, like I should have said something. And like just lean into those promptings, you know, and it really has changed our life doing that. And even I feel like this podcast is one of those things where it's like we just feel this pull to to do this. And so we're just doing it, you know, and we don't really have a perfect, roadmap or any sort of business plan whatsoever it's just like i had watched an interview with Dallas Jenkins who does The Chosen if you're familiar with that and he shared his story of you know starting The Chosen just an absolutely incredible story but he talked about how with The Chosen you know he ha- he's done so much in his career before that but this he felt like this calling from the lord to just do this and he talked back to the story, the miracle of Jesus feeding the 5,000 where the boy brings the bread and fishes and Jesus turns that into enough to feed the 5,000. And so he said when he was first creating the chosen, like, this is my bread and fishes and I'm just putting this out there. I'm just giving this to Jesus and it's up to him what happens with it. Like he will either do with it a miracle or you know, whatever that is. And so that's what I feel like th- this podcast is for us. This is our, our bread and fishes and we're just laying it out there and we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I just feel really strongly that, I don't know, I just was so affected by the recent shooting in Nashville. Obviously, just that in and of itself is just devastating. And then just the aftermath has just been absolutely horrific of how the world has responded. And it just makes me want to just run around screaming to people like I wanted to shake people (laughs) and say, wake up. Do you not see what's going on? How are you so blind? How do you just still sit idly by and you're just letting these things happen and just silence I mean as a whole from the Christian community on all of this and I just I can't I just I don't know what to do at this point other to, than to just encourage others and what can you do like make s- posts on social media that's whatever it starts in your own home it starts with literally you and how you're gonna raise up your children are you gonna allow them To just go down the path and let the culture just sweep them away. Because if you're not standing in the way, that will happen. Like you said with the food, it's not an accident that it's there. So the other side is working carefully, precisely. They're very careful. They're very intelligent in what they do and the way they manipulate all of us. So if we're not as equally conniving, things are not going to go well. You can't not just sit idly by and just... Hope that everything will turn around. You have to do something. You have to push in the opposite direction, whatever that is. So this kind of brings me into the next topic, which is the homeschool topic. How many people did you see after that news broke of that shooting? This makes me want to homeschool. I Just from the people that I follow, I saw countless moms posting that this makes me want to homeschool. Well, how many of you all committed to that? How many of you all have now already forgotten that I even said that? And that just angers me. Like it lights a fire inside of me and it just you can't just sit around wishing. No one's coming. No one's coming to save you. Like of course Jesus is coming again to save us all and to you know, give justice and wrath onto this world and we can't wait for that day but in terms of of your life and your kids that you have been entrusted with no one is coming to just give you the golden key that says here's exactly what you have to do to make it all right and easy and and make your kids perfect like it's not happening it's you I'm talking to the moms. It's you. You've got to figure it out. And hopefully you have a supportive partner to help you and to support you in that. But we have to stand in the way. Like, we have to protect our children. So with homeschooling, it's kind of like the food thing where it it can get complicated and convoluted and you see all these different approaches. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. It, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be expensive. Like, you can do this. You you can do it if you just have the desire to have your children turn out better than the rest of the world. And I had a friend recently say, you know, well, I don't want my kids to be different. Like, they, I do want them to be different, but not completely different, I, I'm not with you on that. I want my kids to be completely different. I want my kids to be unrecognizable to the rest of the world. I, I want nothing to do with what the world has to offer. And I want everything to be the exact opposite of whatever is in the world.
0: Well, because if you, if you turn against the world and have them reflect the image of God and the, you know, we, we, we talk about, no one is going to come and tell you what to do, like the right thing to do. But there's this great book called the Bible that has the right way, <laughs> the truth, the direction. And like, I'm not going to sit here and say I've read the whole Bible yet and we're experts in any way, but like, there is so much truth to sitting down and reading it. And you want wisdom, you want direction. It's there. It's there. No one is going to come and say, yeah, you should absolutely homeschool your kids other than other homeschool moms and hopefully, you know, part of this podcast and others out there who are preaching the same message that we are. But like the world as a whole is not going to come and say, yeah, you got this. This is the right thing to do. Don't send your kids to public school or whatever And even if someone does,
1: I mean, I'm doing that right now. I'm telling you, you can do this. I'm telling you, you should do it. I'm telling you, I believe it's the right thing to do during these times, but I'm not in your house helping you day by day like... Sure, ask me what what I do and curriculum and all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's you. You've got to do it. you got to do the hard thing. you got to do the thing that maybe, you, you know what, you don't want to. But if you feel the pulling and the leading on your heart that that's what you should do, then you need to lean into that and follow that.
0: Yeah, 100%. I'd have to share. I, I, just, I, I, just, I, I was looking up some verses, and this verse really stuck out to me. This is from Second Timothy, Timothy, which was written by Paul. It says, For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth, and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry, do the hard things. And yep. I, I think that speaks to exactly what's happening, a lot of what's happening today. People are finding their truth and finding those who are teaching their truth and all of that. And that's just not what we've been told to do and follow. Yep. So it's time. It's time to make a change.
1: If you're not going to make the changes now, then I'm sorry, but you never will. I I don't see what else can happen in the world to make you wake up as a Christian, to make you see to make you understand that the pendulum's not swinging back. We're, we're heading down a very dark path. I mean, we, we always have been, but it feels like it's coming to a head at this point. I mean, I don't know if you've read the book of Revelation, but I highly would recommend checking that out because it's quite frightening, to be honest.
0: Yeah. There's so much that are working in this world that are working towards that and signs and things that are, you know, I don't know it all that well. There's a lot of things in there, but like even the things that it's kind of sneakily getting in there around uh, mentioning around when you think about finances. So like the, the Federal Reserve is coming out with a way for payments to be like instantaneous. So instead of you having to, you know, your ACH transfers that take three days and have to verify all the bank stuff. It's now a new system starting in July where like 24-7, 365, like you can send money and you don't have to do that whole three-day waiting period. And it's going to be sold, and it is. It's convenience and it's ease of use, and it's all of that is centralized to now the Federal Reserve now is able to track and have management over every single transaction. And that's how they're able to verify that your information is correct instead of this longer process, but that just paves the way towards a... Uh, the, the the like the cryptocurrency version for like governments to have their own controlled cryptocurrency and get rid of cash and as soon as they get rid of cash which is what this paves the road for that means they can track and control every transaction that you do and they get to determine like it goes to can the Canada stuff with the trucker thing they they shut people's accounts down because they contributed five dollars to this trucker thing mm-hmm. and like this only leads to more control. And it's going to be sold as convenience. And this leads to the, the mark and, and all of that in revelation and paying for things and the mark of the devil. And there's a lot of um, a lot there. But this is not all doom and gloom. I think it's that you have to be aware of the surrounding. And is it all going to happen in our lifetime? Probably not. Could it? Maybe. Katie's on the belief like I'm- it's coming right now, which it, there are signs and it could it could also be a little while longer however what back
1: to march 1st of 2020 we kind of knew what COVID was right yeah didn't really you know it was in other countries right wasn't directly affecting us at that point two weeks later we're locked in our houses literally two weeks later we had plans to go to disney world and ended up canceling them because i was pregnant and my friend we were going to go with was pregnant and we just decided it wasn't the best idea. That was the last day Disney was open for, what, two, three months? Yeah. These things happen like that. That was that was our one warning to see how quickly things happen. And, and honestly, that wasn't the first warning. There were things before and we... Didn't and realize. a lot of people knew it before. Like yeah, we, knew we, we it before woke us. up,
0: this was our like awaken, our, our awakening during this period. but there were people screaming about all this stuff years before it even happened. So, yeah. And that's where it's like, you know, we're talking about things now that we were probably ahead of whatever is next.
1: It just, it's a little bit different this time because it's things that are directly called out. I mean, we've got places like Amazon and Panera bread of all things, where you pay with your palm, which if you haven't read Revelation, the mark of the beast, it's either going to be on the forehead or the palm of your hand. So it, it's just, it is coming. I mean,
0: so it is. And that's where it's like, we, we got to spread the good news of Jesus. And like, we yes. want to want you all, if you're not a believer to be a believer like it's time to turn your life to Christ like he truly is the way the truth and the life like this is how we get out of this this is how you get saved from all of the death and destruction that is coming does that mean you're not going to suffer no we just read first peter first and second peter talk all about how like Christ suffered and set that example of suffering but if you suffer like Christ and have the faith you will be saved it's the way it's laid out there. Like every generation is going to have different things that they have to fight against and all that. But at the end of the day, like this is how you get saved. This is how you have hope. This is how you fight against the fear. And we get through this life.
1: It's the eternal mindset too, that you have to have where this world is not our final destination. This world is not our home. This is Where we are, I saw a video a long time ago, and I happened to see it again just the other day. It was a a sermon where the pastor was showing just as a visualization. Like he had this very long rope, like so long it's like coiled up on the stage, and just the first you know three inches or so are black or whatever, and this is your life on earth, and the rest of the rope this is eternity. So, do you want to be in heaven with God or do you want to be in hell with Satan I mean that's really the choice and the choices we make here on earth are going to lead to either our salvation or our destruction and of course for our human minds it's almost impossible it is impossible for us to comprehend eternity it's impossible for us to comprehend heaven or hell but to the best of our abilities, we have to try and make the best choice that that you can.
0: Yeah. And for those of you who are struggling and don't know, like we don't have all the answers. We would love to talk to you about our experiences and the journey that we're going through. But there's a lot of great resources out there like search Christian Apologetics That's basically the the folks who can defend Christianity really well and like have looked, know the Bible really well, also know history really well and can convince you or talk you through or answer really, you know, good questions about Christianity um, that we're going to, we're personally working on the apologetic side of our faith. Um, But there's a lot of good resources out there. And especially for your dads and and husbands, like there's a podcast called Dad Tired. Um, Check it out. It's a, it's a dad who started and he talks all about Christ and he has guests on and a lot of men, what they're going through. And I talked about this in a previous podcast about making sure men, we don't have a good community or tight-knit group of people that we can just talk openly about being spiritual leaders and what are we going through and all that. And this is a podcast that, um, is about guys and getting guys together. And it's a, it's a really good resource. So it's okay to question, ask questions, but ultimately do the research and do the digging and the praying to find the answers. Don't just question and leave it at service level.
1: So the other part of my healing journey and everyone's healing journey is dealing with your own spiritual, I don't really know how to phrase it, but your, your men, whether it's your mental health, your relationships, your friendships, all, all of those things kind of facing your demons or however you want to phrase it and that is just so huge and again it takes tough love to do that and you have to kind of give yourself the tough love because again no one's coming to save you in the world that we live in today even if you go to get a professional get help they're not really going to have you assess yourself they're going to offer you prescriptions that will make you feel better and I'm not just saying that I went down that path I went down several paths and they all led me to a pharmacy very quickly without any other help or solutions or self-discovery of any kind being offered to me literally one therapist I talked with on the phone one time At the end of the phone call, I was offered multiple different prescriptions. Take your pick. Which one do you want me to call into the pharmacy for you? Like, it's so sad. It's maddening, but it's heartbreaking because people actually struggle. I will say I was, I would say I was like a mental health denier. Like, oh yeah, we all have anxiety. Until I had anxiety and depression and real struggles where I was crying in the shower every night and that's when I knew that it's actually a real thing so believe people when they tell you that they're struggling if they're willing to open up I can guarantee you most people have no idea that I struggled other than you (laughs) the way that I struggled but it's very real and it's very scary and it's very hopeless feeling And to reach out to what most of us know is like, that's who's going to help you, right? Like a psychiatrist or a therapist or psychologist, one of those types of people. And they just have nothing for you. They just have nothing but a label and a pill. That's all they have. And if you've been able to find someone that's different than that, then good for you. You found a diamond in the rough, I feel like. It's not the norm. (laughs) That's the more rare So anyways, all that to say, you have to take a look in the mirror and really evaluate what you want out of this life and if you're helping yourself get to that or if you're holding yourself back. And it's not easy. I can't even explain the process of how to do it. I mean, for me, it certainly was a lot of faith it's a lot of changing your diet it really does mess with your mind all the crap it really really does obviously medications and things like that I was I have not ever been on medications because I've always been kind of just against that just naturally but you gotta do the hard things again like I'm not saying people should stop taking their medications but get to the root cause really look at the things that you're reliant on and ask yourself, why am I relying on this? Like, is it really doing what I'm telling myself that it's doing? Or is it just a placebo effect that you're experiencing? Like whether it's an antidepressant or whether it's a Tylenol you take every day or whether it's, for me, a Diet Coke. I've been very open about on Instagram how like my one vice is Diet Coke. And obviously I know how bad it is, but I just I would say like once I don't have toddlers anymore, then I can give it up like I can get through. This is what gets me through the day. Like I got to do what I got to do. And so this I was kind of thinking could be a different episode, but I guess I'll just talk about it now. Uh, I decided to give it up for Lent. So we still did Lent. I don't know. just Old habits, I guess, die hard, Um, but decided to still either do something or give something up for Lent here leading up to Easter and so I decided I'm gonna give up to Diet Coke again this is one of those things I just knew I just felt in my heart like I know I need to give this up I know it's bad for me I know I shouldn't be relying on it so heavily like so I just forced myself like I did not I had zero desire to stop drinking Diet Coke but I knew I needed to so I'm like let's just do it for Lent at least I'm not committing myself to forever (laughs) And I just have gotten through it now. Easter is in two days or three days. And I just have completely just relied on the Lord. I mean, it sounds ridiculous to say, but if you struggle with an addiction, which is what it is, like it's a more innocent addiction, you could say, than being addicted to alcohol or some sort of drugs or anything like that. But it was an addiction and I was making an idol out of it. Diet Coke, which again, it sounds foolish to say, but if you are tough on yourself and you look in the mirror, what are those things that you're making an idol out of? What are those things that you know, aren't good for you that you're saying, well, I just need this to get through the day. But, you know, like you don't need that. You just need Jesus. It's really what you need. And that's who's really getting you through the day, whether you acknowledge it or not. And so that's who I turn to. And if I have a day where I'm just really like, I feel like I just have to have Diet Coke right <laughs> now. Or I'm going to not make it. And then I just say, Lord, please just remove this desire from me. I just, I don't need a Diet Coke right now. I just need you. And that's it. And just instantly, instantly, just the desire is just gone. And so it's been one of those things is like, like I said, like it sounds ridiculous. It's a little bit embarrassing to talk about, to be quite honest. But I'm just trying to be honest and share my own experiences to hopefully show you that you can do hard things. And I'm not even saying that I'm never going to drink a Diet Coke again, but I'm never going to let myself get to a place where I'm relying on whether it's Diet Coke or whether it's coffee. Like I will say I have drink more coffee, Mm -hmm. to have that caffeine and there have been days where I'm like, oh, I need a coffee and I just stop myself and I'm like, no, you don't. Now you're definitely not getting a coffee today. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Because it's just like, no, we're just not even going to go there. So I don't know what that is for you, but I guarantee you there's something. We all have something. And so you just got to start chipping away at it. I already have my next things in my life that I know I struggle with and just going to do one step at a time
0: and it's hard and it's been it's been great to see you grow and you're just so i've said it before just such a strong woman and you have that great discernment and that power that willpower um that i know you've struggled with in the past as far as willpower goes of whatever but like now it's really cool to see you getting through that and turning to the lord to having that that strength to get through it so and seeing that happen it's been awesome thanks so great job so proud of you love you i love you too
1: this episode was a little different, (laughs) more of just a ramblings of sort. But I know that this was a message that I just needed to get out. And honestly, I feel so much better now that I've been able to say what has been on my heart now for a while. Um, And so I just want to encourage you that, yes, there are lots of resources out there. Yes, there are people who can help you and provide counsel and all that. And I think those are great things. They've certainly helped me on my journey. But at the end of the day, it's you. It starts with you. It starts from within. And honestly, how bad do you want it? You know, like, let's go back to maybe you're in sports or something in high school. For me, it was academics like I just I wanted so badly to do well and so I did whatever it took in order to reach the goals I set for myself and now it's no different you can have everything you want everything you dream of but you have to do the work to get it you have to take the initiative and grab the bull by the horns of this life and just say, no, I'm I'm in control here. Which obviously I believe if with faith as the foundation and knowing that God is in control. But in, I'm talking about in the sense of the things that you do have control over the choices that you make. You know what I mean. The
0: free will part of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Hopefully this lit a fire in somebody. I don't know. You probably may not even reveal yourself to me ever if it did, but I don't know. I just needed to get it off my chest. So thank you for listening. If you did,
0: yes, thank you guys for listening. And I just want to close out with a prayer. I think um, just a lot of you know sharing our hearts and opening our hearts tonight. So I just want to share a prayer for for all of you. So, uh, Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight, and we just are so thankful for you. Uh, thank you for sending your, your son, who is the way, the truth, and the life, Lord. Thank you for uh, giving him up for all of us for the forgiveness of our sins, Lord. And as we struggle in this life, we know we are in a fallen world, Lord, but we know that you are here with us. You are our strength. You are our armor, Lord. We know it is supposed to be hard. Help us do the hard things. Help our listeners look into their hearts and their minds and their souls and just open it, open their hearts and give it to you, Lord. Help us to do the hard things, so that we can be better and find the light. Lord, just thank you. Be with us. Bless everyone and their families. And we love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. With that all, we hope you had a wonderful Easter since this is coming out probably a little bit right after Easter. Hope you had a wonderful time with your families. And I hope you just have a great week. Until next time. See you then. Bye.
1: Bye.